Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast, where in each episode we present key habits you can master to study smarter, save time, and raise your LSAT score. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. In this episode, I want to discuss the break. That is the 10-minute break that you give in between sections on the LSAT. As of today, which is the 22nd of March, 2022, uh, there are four sections, one of which is the experimental, which we will probably discuss in a future podcast. So again, you got these four sections, LR, RC, games, experimental, which is an unscored uh, section of any of the three. It could be anything. So four sections total, and in between, you have a 10-minute break. So I actually want you to prep by practicing for that 10-minute break. So what do I mean by that? When you're taking practice tests, which I recommend you take um, regularly, right? There are, as of the time of this podcast episode, 92 practice tests released from LSAC that are available to you. Um, you want to simulate those practice tests, right? And when you're doing them, halfway through between sections two and the third section, I want you to take that 10-minute break when you're practicing simulating your practice test. Here's why. You want to be prepared for the day of the test. The whole reason that you take simulated practice tests is you want to be as prepared as you can and learn from them so that, again, you're prepared for the actual LSAT exam. So that's why you want to simulate them as accurately as you can so there aren't surprises. So yes, simulate the break. This might seem like a little thing to some people. Some people might think, oh, well, if I'm pressed for time, you know, should I skip the break or should I just skip the break? Listen, you're sitting down for all these 35-minute sections. Take the 10-minute break in your practice test and take no more than 10 minutes. Don't get me wrong. I don't want you taking half an hour. I don't want you taking an hour. I want you to replicate these things, right? But I want you to take that 10-minute break. And the reason is because, again, you want to be prepared for that exam. What do I mean by that? You've only got 10 minutes. So the day of the exam, you've only got 10 minutes to revitalize yourself as best you can as you're halfway through the test. Calm yourself down. Take a bathroom break. Uh, you know, Maybe have a snack. Right? You've only got 10 minutes to do it. So I want you to practice it. That way, right? you'll have it down to a science and you'll be able to squeeze in the things that are important. You can only do so much in 10 minutes and you want to do it efficiently and you want to do the things that are a priority. So by you experimenting every time you take a practice test and taking that 10 minute break, you'll have a sense of what works, what doesn't work, and you can optimize it. You can fine tune it. And that way, right, um, 
you'll have this set way of doing it that's optimal the day of the test. And you won't be scrambling the day of the test thinking, geez, I've only got 10 minutes, what do I do? Why? Because you've practiced this before. Um, so let me give you my recommendations for the break. Try these as a start and modify them if you need be, if need be, right, for your individual needs. Now again, this, these is, this is just sort of like a template. Um, no experience is perfect. I would never pretend that everything I, anything I have to say is perfect, but I do speak from experience, from trial and error, from both as a student and as a teacher with over five years of teaching experience for the LSAT. So I'll give you what I think um, are the, the, the things that I, I prioritize, and then you could modify them to make them work for you and tinker with them. Okay, number one, bathroom. Just like a road trip, make sure you go to the bathroom even if you don't have to. You're allowed to leave and go to the bathroom during your 10-minute break. Do it, even if you don't have to. I think we all know the reason why. We don't want that to hit us later on when the test begins again and it becomes very distracting. Go to the bathroom, even if you don't have to, just like a road trip. Number two, snack. So you want to have a snack prepared in advance that way you don't have to scramble and make it. You're, you, know, you, you don't want to use your 10 minutes going and making a sandwich. Have it prepared. Have it accessible. But, so that way you could just have a bite or two of the snack. Even if you're not hungry, I want you to do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Take a bite or two of your snack, even if you're not hungry. Reason is, we burn through tons of energy uh, when we're taking the exam. Yes, your brain burns through energy. If you're on the standard American diet, you're burning through glucose. And you will deplete it quickly on, on, on you know, the arguably you know, one, well, one of the most cognitively uh, uh, taxing exams that are out there, if not the most cognitively taxing test. It's very intense. So your brain needs fuel. You burn through it. Have a snack. Even if you're not hungry, just take a bite or two. You don't want that to hit you later. Even if you don't think it's going to hit you, um, it can. It probably will. Uh, whether it's hunger pangs, you don't want that distraction, or just not even be able to think because your brain is running out of fuel. Now, if you're on the standard American diet, which most people are, excuse me, I know this podcast has got an international audience. If you're on the typical diet... Then I'll tell you what I had, just to give you a head start. And you can experiment with this. One thing that I liked, peanut butter and jelly, or in my case, almond butter and jelly. I happen to like that better on a whole grain bread. And I, you know, I don't know if time for necessarily a whole sandwich and a 10-minute break. And I don't know if you want to get that full. Maybe half of one. Have a half of a sandwich ready. Um, you can finish the whole thing if you want. That that half of a sandwich, or or you just have a couple of bites. But the reason I think this one works well, the peanut butter and the almond butter not only have protein, it has fat, keeps you full, even but without weighing you down, which is really important. Baseball players often do this before a game. They don't want to get hungry in the middle of the game, but you know they don't want to weigh themselves down. Peanut butter and jelly tends to be the way to go. Um, I like almond butter, almond butter. I do recommend if you can, you know, the glucose and the jelly or the jam is great. Try to get one that's all natural. So it's more natural sugars than the anything that's going to skyrocket your, your, uh, your sugar levels. Um, 
I prefer a slower burning carb like a whole wheat or a whole grain bread. Again, we, we, we want it to be more of a level, right? Like um, uh, increase in energy. So there you have it. That's what I recommend. If you like this, cool. If you don't like it and you want to try something else, that's fine. You pick the snack that works for you. I'm just sharing something you might want to experiment with. A lot of my students have liked this and wanted to stick with it. Um, those are the first two. Again, bathroom snack. The rest are optional. I want you to do based on your needs. Caffeine. Again, this is optional. If you don't drink caffeine, then I guess this doesn't apply to you. If you are a regular caffeine drinker, this is still optional. You don't have to have caffeine. But I'll give you me as an example. I'm a caffeine drinker. I start my day with a cup of coffee. I drink Diet Coke, for better or worse. Or coffee. Um, so during the exam, halfway through, I found it helpful to have a little caffeine. Now, remember, there's that whole bathroom factor. I don't want you guzzling a whole big cup of coffee or a big can of Diet Coke in 10 minutes. Have a few sips of something. If you, hey, we could take these tests at home now, right? During, with, 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 um, the, the nature of the flex. So you could even, if you have one of those espresso makers or something, you could have uh, a shot of espresso ready to go. I don't want you driving yourself nuts trying to brew coffee or anything like that or make an espresso during the break. You only have 10 minutes, but have something prepared. You don't have to love it. Just guzzle it down. Guzzle a little bit of espresso or a few sips of coffee or some Diet Coke if you want caffeine if you drink caffeine. Even if you do drink caffeine, if you don't need it, don't do it. I don't want you to drive yourself nuts. But if you're a caffeine drinker and you need that pick-me-up during the break, I found it helpful. Again, be careful about the amount. You don't want to drink tons of it after going to the bathroom. Um, let me also add this point about water. I didn't bring up water. And the reason I didn't bring up water is you are actually allowed during the flex as of the time of this podcast, to um, uh, have water available at your desk. So you can have water. So that's why I'm not bringing it up. You're not just limited to it during the break. Now, a couple of points about this. I mean, obviously, if you want to have a sip during the break, feel free. Please do. Um, but you're allowed to have it out during the entirety of the exam. Just a couple of points about this. Even though, if you're listening to me, not only will you take a, uh, a bathroom break during the break, but you will go before you take the exam, even if you don't have to. But I still want you to be careful. Don't guzzle that water while you're taking the exam and then have to run to the bathroom. Take little sips if you need some water. Don't overdo it because you don't want to have to go to the bathroom before or after the break in the middle of the test. So, again, water is available to you. You could have it at your desk, but be very careful. You want to stay hydrated. You do not want to have to run to the bathroom because you are guzzling so much water during the test. Um, let's go to the other optional ones. Meditate. Meditate. Now, again, this is optional. Depends on the person. I happened to, I happen to like to meditate. Um, I, I was familiar with the process before the LSAT, but I really grew, grew sort of a need for it during the LSAT. Uh, and the reason I think this is helpful is because when you're taking the exam, or when, even when you're studying for the exam, certainly when you're taking a practice test, you are thinking. You are thinking at a very intense level. It is very mentally taxing. 
Um, I'm going to try not to butcher this for those of you who know way more than me about meditation, which probably most of you do. Um, I'm a lay person, but I, I have a sense of it, right? Um, with meditation, uh, let me just, again, put this as, as broadly as I can, or as, as, as simply as I can. You're, um, you're giving your brain a break, for lack of a better word. I've heard it compared to sort of a reset button or in some ways sort of like restarting your computer, you know. Um, again, for those of you out there who are fans of meditation, you probably know about this better than me, but be bearing with me, right, in some, the reason I find meditation helpful, many of you probably will, for the LSAT is I get to give my brain a break. Instead of trying to think about the counterpositive of something or turn something around or make this other inference and then make this other higher, you know, all this higher order thinking, I can just give my brain a break. There are different types of meditation. But even something as simple as counting your breaths to five and then stopping and starting over, one to five, stop, start over, one to five, stop, start over, right? By thinking about the numbers, by thinking about your breaths, what am I not doing? I'm not thinking about other things. So yes, I'm thinking, right? But I'm not thinking about all this crazy stuff. And I'm not getting all crazy rattled about what might happen next or the consequences. I can just sort of be without letting um, my brain consume me because Lord knows we're doing lots and lots of thinking during the exam. So give your brain a break. Don't want you feeling like uh, you've got to do this perfect thing about it, right? Like, there are resources that are out there. Figure it out. Just even just counting your breaths. That can be helpful. Okay, next. Exercise. This might sound silly. You only have 10 minutes. But if you're exhausted, um, oddly enough, sometimes exercise can help you get your energy back. And you might have heard a previous podcast episode I did with MK, a former student of mine who got a 180 on the exam. We were talking about exercise. We also talked about, she had shared how, like, even just during the break, um, she had done jumping jacks just to keep her energy up. I had mentioned that I did push-ups. Whatever works for you. You only have 10 minutes. And remember, that's why I'm saying I want you to use this time to squeeze things in. But a little bit of exercise, maybe a few jumping jacks, maybe a few crunches, even just stretching something, a little bit of yoga can put you in a good place and help you get your energy back and stay centered. Um, finally, last thing I'll mention, also optional if you have the time, think about what's going to come up next and anticipate it, and in a good way, in a controlled way. So what do I mean? Okay, let's just say I, I already had two sections, and let's just, let's just say I had reading comp and I had games, and I haven't had LR next, right? Here's an inference we could make to use some LSAT humor, I'm going to have LR next because I haven't had it yet. I can I can infer that pretty safely. Um, or, you know, if I hadn't had games yet, I'm probably going to get games. If I haven't at the 10-minute break had um, RC next, I'm going to have RC at some point. So think about, remind, okay, I'm going to have this, right? And whether you like this section or not, however you might feel about it, okay, what can I do in a constructive way? What can I remind myself of? Even just something simple as, okay, listen, I've got these. I can do the passages in my order. I don't necessarily have to do them in the order that they 
give them to me. I could do the games in my order. Hey, if it's if it's LR, hey, remember I got to do be careful about this certain question type. Remember my strategy I've been working on for this other question type. My point is that you do kind of know what's about the comments so you can mentally prepare yourself. Now, I don't want you consuming yourself with this, but if you have a little bit of time, that's not a bad idea. That way you're ready and you're sure to, you know, put those strategies into place. In any case, this, this is my list of what I recommend for the break. There's no perfect way to do it. The top two that I definitely recommend, bathroom, even if you don't have to, just like a road trip, and snack, at least a couple of bites. The others are optional. What's most important, replicate this, uh, simulate this during your practice taste. Take tests, take that 10-minute break, and see what works for you. See what doesn't. Maybe there's something I didn't mention that's helpful to you. Well, okay, cool. Do that the next PT. And then write trial and error it until you've got the optimal game plan down and then you want to replicate that. So it becomes a habit like everything else we're preparing for. Thank you for listening. Again, I'm your host, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Please do subscribe to the LSAT Habits Podcast and share these episodes with friends. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, feel free to reach out to me and check out my website. Again, it's jdlsat.com. That's jdlsat.com.